Hello, good afternoon. Uh, welcome to The Creator Life, a podcast that goes into the minds of different content creators. I'm Julian, the person behind Utterly Random Techie, and I'm so glad you're listening to this. So, it's been a while since I had a podcast. Uh, it's really hard to get one up and running. Uh, I've been always thinking of the right topic since everyone's already doing tech news style podcasts. So I tend to wonder sometimes uh, what goes inside the mind of a content creator because at the end of the day, we're just people. We're different kinds of people. So that's why I thought of the creator life. The title sounds nice too. <laughs> so today I'm joined by two amazing women. So yes, diversity right out of the gate. So I have Rhea, a YouTuber behind Call Center Ninja, and Saika, a makeup artist and beauty YouTuber behind Saika Nikki. On top of that, they're both moms, so it's really exciting. So welcome to the show, guys. Hi! Welcome, everyone. Hi, everyone. So, backstory. Uh, they just came from a collab shoot. So Saika had their collab shoot make of the quick makeup for moms, and... Yes. On over at Call Center Ninja, a video about what was that again? About handling irate customers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, first up, guys. So, what was your life like before getting into the mindset of a content creator? Like, how did you? How how was your life? That so before the content creator life. Yeah. So, who wants to start? Saika. Okay, <laughs> yes. Hi guys, I'm Saika or Saika Nikki. So before um, making, before my life, before as a content creator, I used to be a career woman, a super workaholic career woman. And then when I stopped doing that specific job, so I got so bored, depressed. Um, I'm not used to that life that you're just in the four corners of your house. So that's why I created content on YouTube just to express my passion, my creativity. So that started the ball rolling on making uh, videos for YouTube. Right. So how um, about you? Yeah, my end. This is Rhea, by the way. Um, I think I've been a content creator ever since, ever since the world began. <laughs> that's why I feel like I'm a content creator from the start. So I can't imagine my life before that because I started blogging since like second year or third year college. So since then, I've already been creating content like every week regularly. But that started as a personal thing, like a diary kind of blogging. And until now, I am still creating content. It's just evolving. So maybe before in a content creator life, I was just enjoying life with friends and that's it. But I don't really, I'm not really imagining that the life before the content creator thing because I think that I've been a content creator ever since. Wow, that's great. <laughs> wow. Ever since the world began. Oh, okay. On my end, uh, I just started <laughs> writing a lot on my laptop and it, became a hobby of sorts. Then it turned into, oh, I could do this for a living someday. So I, on top of my day job as a software developer, which is insane to think about, <laughs> I have this this going on. And now I'm starting a podcast, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so why YouTube? Why YouTube? Why YouTube? Yeah. Um, okay, so this is Shreya again. Um... Actually, first, I wanted to to 
start the videos with on on Facebook because I thought that that would give me um, more audience audience impact. <laughs> so I started um, putting it on Facebook, but uh, subconsciously just I thought of just publishing the videos on YouTube just in case. But I did not really expect anything to hit or what. But uh, just I don't know. I am not very I'm not very very familiar with YouTube before, but I started one night I just started um looking for videos on how to vlog and how to start a YouTube channel, not necessarily a vlog. And when I started it, I felt that it's actually possible with the tips that I found online via YouTube. So I started uh becoming more intentional with my videos, like optimizing my videos for search and following the tips that I found on YouTube. And surprisingly, my channel hit its first 100 subscribers. And then from then, it just went on and on. And it's been growing ever since. Like pretty much more than how I expected it to be. So um, from then on, I started to think of YouTube as uh, like a library of contents so I thought that even though people can't find my contents now, they might be able to find the contents um, next time or in the future. And one thing that I also thought was if people are watching nonsense videos on YouTube and they spend so much time watching them, probably there are also people who want to watch educational videos on YouTube, which is why I started it on YouTube because my faith in humanity is still there. <laughs> probably... <laughs> You know, if they want to watch nonsense videos or just for fun videos, then probably they also want to watch videos for, you know, educational purposes. So there, mm. that's why I started it on YouTube. Faith in humanity restored. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you, Saika? Well, hi, I'm Saika again. So why on YouTube? I already explained it earlier. I started from lifting up my depression and then it evolved to um, beauty contests or makeup contests online. Ah, and then I started cool. with Beauty Bound Asia, and mm. we need to upload our videos on YouTube. Mm. So it started on there, and then I I joined a lot of makeup contests actually online. Mm. So it's really fun creating while earning something. Mm. So yes, that's that's it. <laughs> Sorry, just making tutorials oh. as well. And it also evolved on, I wanted to share, especially to moms, because I'm a mom, as uh, Sir Julian mentioned. So... I wanted to uh, teach moms out there that you you need to freshen up your face even if you're at home or wherever you may go. So we don't have to, I don't know what what's the term. Look haggard. You know, yeah. No haggard face at all. So not and, an excuse. Yeah, and look your best. Not an excuse. And then teaching moms as well to find affordable and quality products as well. I think it's a thing to look fashionable even though you're like, you just came from the house. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, it's something. Even even me, I go out, like, I haven't taken a bath yet. It's like, oh, what do I wear? Just wear presentable clothes. Because mm. at the end of the day, <laughs> if you're a content creator, sometimes your presentation matters yeah. in a way. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Mm. What Carlo mentioned about being consistent with, with not your just your content but your branding as yourself because it's really better to be yourself True. when you're making content and not just fake making your fake self <laughs> yeah. so about Rhea so I knew you before because you were writing your blog and blissful snapshots yes. so I was wondering how hard was I what was your transition to make 
videos. To make videos. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, so actually, I don't know why I started making videos because even even with Call Center Ninja, my original plan was to really start a blog or a website. Yes. But uh, when I when I search for like the search terms on Google, it feels like there's so many people writing about it. So it's so hard to get found, mm-hmm. um, and especially for a for a first time uh, or for. Like it, it, your new website, it's not going to to hit right away, right? It's understandable. You have to work on SEO right away. So the transition is actually pretty good because, um, I just had to wrote my I just had to write my script, and it's just like writing a blog post. It's just that it's a little bit shorter, and sometimes you can do your ad libs because it's just for videos, mm-hmm. right? And then I found out that. Um, there is a whole new audience on YouTube when I created videos. So, for example, there is a a blog post about call center interview, and there are a lot of blog posts that are already um, that are already on the first page of Google, but there isn't really a good video about it. So, it was a good transition because, well, okay, if a lot of people are writing about this, maybe the video people, those people who want to watch videos, can also find this helpful. And when I search on YouTube, there there are not uh, there there are only a few videos about call center interviews um, that actually make sense. <laughs> so I tried to make one that actually makes sense and that's comprehensive. So um, surprisingly, oops. Whoops. Okay, recording. <laughs> Something dropped there. Yeah. We might have to cut this one or whatever. Anyway. Okay. So to continue, um, surprisingly, that video which I thought was very crappy because I filmed it when I was sick and it was like, okay, I had to have a video up this week because I want to be consistent. So even though the lighting was not good and then I sounded like I had a cold because I was sick and then the audio was also crappy. Surprisingly, that was one of, that was actually my most viewed video of all time. (laughs) And I did not expect it. Until now, it is still. Ah, So it's... Already around 50k views for wow. just uh, three mm. to five, three to four months or five months. Yeah. That's really more on content. Yes, more yeah. on content. So um, I actually adjusted pretty much from writing to creating videos. It's not that hard. Yes. Um, it's just a matter of getting used to being confident in front of the camera, yeah. which I was not really good at. <laughs> but know, I'm you, still working on it. Yeah, when you get used to it, then... Yeah, that will practice, come. Practice, that's it. So, uh, Saika, I have one question. Like, yeah. how do, how long does it take you to make a video, especially with all that makeup? Yes. Yeah. Yes. To be honest, I I have always a one hour video, and then I sum it up into the final. The final outcome will be just five minutes for makeup <laughs> tutorial. So, <laughs> it's so hard because I used to when I joined contest. There's certain um, timeline that we need to follow so mm-hmm. five minutes or three minutes so i'm used to it so that's why i make my videos uh five minutes or less so that's why but it's a whole lot of work first you need to set up manual settings lightings and then prepare all the stuff all the makeups yes not just one hour it's just the filming 
actual filming and the makeup looks that we were going to make, Mm-mm. but the behind the scenes of that, yes. another one hour. That's what, that's what people don't understand sometimes. Yes. Like when you make a video, it's not just that length. They actually edit it out to make mm-hmm. it like shorter, but actually how many hours yes. some videos actually take to make like other YouTubers out there make like 15 minute videos where it took a few days for them to shoot yes. everything. Then they have to make more time for editing. True. Yeah. Materials one, material wise. Yeah. Sometimes you have to retake yes. because you want to especially make it look better. better. Yeah. <laughs> Not perfect, videos, but you need better. to find wigs, for example, wigs oh. and stuff. You need to be creative. As for me, I need to uh, work on it. So that's why all my uh, videos mostly are DIYs. Mm-hmm. DIY wigs, DIY earrings. Because I oh. don't want to spend a lot. For, for that specific video. So mm-hmm. as a mom, you need to cut costs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As much as you can. What people also don't understand is that when you're starting out, you don't actually have resources unless you're mm-hmm. already rich right away. It's like, yes. wow, good for you. But yeah. otherwise, you'd be starting with low budget yes. and you'd have to consider your costs on top of your already possibly high cost of living in the first <laughs> place. So, Yeah. Uh, Rhea, another question I've been thinking. So, uh-huh. there's this what? What's one misconception that people usually have about call center? It's mm. like, yeah, mm. I keep on wondering. Misconception. Yeah. Okay. Yes, there's one lang. <laughs> yeah, this uh, one. I'm not giving mm, you lists. Yes, of course. Um, I think one misconception is that. It's a dead-end job, especially for Filipinos. The dead-end job or that there is no career growth. And I can certainly attest to that because a lot of people will say that if you are a call center agent, you'll be pigeonholed to be a call center agent forever. And your next job will be call center agent, your next job call center agent until forever. (laughs) But actually, any kind of job can be a dead-end job if you make it. So, a dead end job. So a lot of people say, okay, you have a you have a college degree. Why did you become a call center agent? Uh, yeah, and I think that it's not true because there is certainly a career growth in the call center industry if you pursue it. So I don't have anything against people who want to be call center agents because they're more comfortable taking calls and they feel like that's their potential. Because we have to admit, mo- most of the incentives and bonuses are for the the agents who are taking calls yes not a lot of the support team like for Mm. us i was a trainer and if you're a qa or supervisor you don't really get a lot of bonuses except if your team is really performing well which is not all the time because it's a team effort so if one person has a low performance and it will affect everyone so it's just very rare that the entire Mm -hmm. team is really strong enough to to you know, to earn you a performance bonus as a supervisor as uh, or as a trainer, so there, um, there is career growth. It's not a dead end job. Uh, you can always apply for another position, and it's not just a vertical position. Like if you're an agent, you want to be a supervisor. You can also you can also grow horizontally. <laughs> like if you want to be in the um, let's say communications team, HR team, things things like that. So there. It's more of a mindset. Yes. Thing, more than anything. Yes. If you want to grow, you will grow. Yeah. You will put cherry Okay, cherry Yeah. Like when I thought of grow horizontally, it's like 
Sorry. I thought it's like literally your body was <laughs> <going> horizontal. <laughs> it's like what? Actually, I'll have a video about that soon as well. Soon, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my story time video, because a lot of people, someone actually asked, um, your college, your college grad, why did you choose to be a cosmetic agent? So I'm like, yeah. So, hmm. So I, I have another question, and yeah. it's really bothering me. Wow. Uh, should guys make beauty videos? Oh, yeah. A lot of friends, or I have one here in Cebu who's making beauty videos. It's a guy, and he's uh, he's. Can I mention him? Cool. Uh, he's Christian Le- Leasi, yep. and he's I know that person. <laughs> video beauty videos for men, like grooming tips and tricks, and then a lot of um international. Beauty creators like yeah. Patrick Star, Manny mm. MUA, Jeffree Star, yes, they're yes. all and Charles. They're good at it. And yes, I was super inspired with their creation as well. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I know Christian yes, he's a a friend. Let's just say a friend. <laughs> I won't mention the actual relation because okay. it's something personal for okay, me. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, he really he, lately I've been seeing his videos. It it and really does. A... He shifted to travel, but mm-hmm. then I told him that um you should maintain the uh you should maybe change the channel banner to beauty and lifestyle so that you mm-hmm. can incorporate the beauty and the Life. travel mm-hmm. travel face. Yeah, use a catch-all term so that you can basically get away with what you want to do. True. Because mm-hmm. vlogging is. I I re I really don't like the notion like vlogging is just restricted to one niche. It's like mm-hmm. for everything. It's because people actually life vlog, like they vlog about their life. It's mm-hmm. not not necessarily the stuff to be. Especially for vlogging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're done with that. So, hmm. This is <laughs> this is a segment I call uh, uh ask ask the get oh. the guests ask each other. Oh. So I have like I have like. Not really ask each other like, uh, I make the guests compliment one another. So I, so I have two que- I I have like a basic question here. Whoops, there's a notification. Oh well, I cut that again. So, uh, Rhea, what what do you think Saika does best? Ooh. <laughs> okay, uh, I think she really is good with her makeup skills. Like, she tries to be very creative. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, because in an industry where there are so many makeup artists, so many makeup vloggers, of course, you have to try your best to stand out. And it's really hard to stand out. But, uh, like what they say, you don't have to be the next best beauty vlogger or makeup vlogger. You just have to be the best you in your own own space, right? And maybe... You're doing the same thing as others, but what can make a difference is really the way you do your own makeup videos. Like for Saika, um, she tries to incorporate creativity into her makeup videos, and that's something that's like I can call an art. Yeah. Because it's not easy to do. Like I, I don't have any idea about my high end makeups mm-hmm. or like the way you 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 put colors on your face like that. So. And you. also, I admire the commitment because, like what we said earlier, yeah. it takes an hour to create just a makeup video, and then when you publish it, it's just, just probably five. five minutes, ten minutes, yeah. or fifteen minutes, the longest. That's it. So it takes so much time and effort. So. 
kudos to wow. Bao. Thank Bao, you. Makeup vlogger. That's from the mm. YouTube queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my okay, god. Let's no. not get that. Yeah. <laughs> what what we learn in content creation is we should be humble. Yes. <laughs> Even though we're called the queen, king, whatsoever. <laughs> so Saika, what do you think Rhea does best? I really yeah. admire Rhea because um. When she launched Fall Centered Ninja, she started from, yay, I'm happy with 100 subscribers. Yes. And then right now, for a few spawn of months, wow, she hit 2K. 2K already. Yes. Not easy. I, I really yeah. admire because she's more on niche basis. So mm -hmm. she focuses on Fall Center tips and tricks. And then right now, she's really enjoying the comments, even though haters. <laughs> haters back yeah. off. Haters gonna hate. But then... Um, that's engagement though, yeah. and I really admire yeah. how positive she answers those. Bad comments things. are still comments. And aside from that, she's very consistent. She mentioned earlier that she um she recorded seven videos in just one day. Wow. It's eight. Yeah, eight <laughs> videos. Wow, that's how hard. Cool. And she also mentioned about uh, YouTube optimization and all of that. And I want to learn that uh that tips as well because I'm not good at it. Optimization mm -hmm. SEO. So please help me, Miss <laughs> Ray. Yes, sure. Yeah, we actually... call her. We call her on our C three team, the YouTube queen. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> started that. I started, I started my YouTube channel because of Beauty Bound Asia's competition way mm -hmm. back 2015. But then I'm not really growing that big so far. But Miss Raya started for six months, right? Yeah. Yes. And then she's now on more on 5K, road to 5K. Road to 5K. Yeah, subscribe to her channel, guys. Okay, we'll, we'll get to the plugging later. We'll get there. We'll get to the plugs later. So now that we're done with the interviews and stuff, like we'll be talking about certain topics just around what we do as a content creator, which yeah. is really, some of them are weird. Some of them are like, what? So like like this first topic, like this happened this week about uh, hashtag star Jameson oh. Blake. Oh, okay. So in a tweet, he mentioned uh, he wanted to do some a basic channel art for his channel. Mm -hmm. And then like people were suddenly posting like random like logos of other companies then with his name like Lucid Express. Word art. <laughs> Word art. Then I had a friend who actually like posted like, Word art and then he had like a uh, tag of his uh, Twitter handle, which is very funny. <laughs> so, what do you think happened there? Like, what do you think of that situation? Like, mm -hmm. is it like overblown, or is it like uh, appropriately blown, or whatsoever? Well, first things. Um, first things first. I think we also have to look at um James. Is it Jameson? Yeah, Jameson's. <laughs> or Jamieson, <laughs> Jameson's standpoint, because okay, maybe he did, um, uh, maybe he did not understand how the content creation industry works, and mm -hmm. it was probably done in good faith. Let's give him that, because he he said on the tweet that um any graphic designers here who is willing to make me a banner, and then he just added uh. I'll, I'll give you a, a shout. The best one gets a shout out. So yeah. that's that's when the the netizens got triggered because of the shout out because graphic design is supposed to be paid even if you're new or whatever that is. So I think yes, it might have gone too far, and he already deleted that tweet. He already apologized, and yeah. he said that he doesn't want. I he did not intend to look down on the graphic designers. Um. Uh. 
task or job mm-hmm. because it's not easy to do. So I think it's also a lesson learned to everyone that when they have to know that even though it is art, because sometimes you have this culture right? that it's art, um, it's okay, you just have to draw, you just have to make a banner, it's easy, so you're not supposed to be paid, it's free. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's culture, but we have to educate the people that, okay, anything that we put value on or anything that we worked hard for, we have the right to to pay for uh, to, to be charged for mm-hmm. it or to charge time for it rather, effort. yes, for the time and effort. So um, I guess we just, yeah, it's a lesson learned, but let's not also make it, you know, um, yeah, let's mm. let's not make it too big of a deal, and at least let's just move on and moving forward. At least everybody knows what to do. Because what people so, don't yeah. understand sometimes, like content creators are at the end of the day just people yeah. who live their lives, take a bath, to eat, just to pay, so they still have to look for money, and it so just so happens making content like this is their avenue to get money. Yeah. We all pay taxes and get frustrated when it, when it's not being used properly, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> One of the good examples for that is, um, have you heard about Pat, uh, Peter McKenna? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He so held a contest um, about video making mm-hmm. heroes because he's yes. hiring a, cook, uh, mm-hmm. a video maker, mm-hmm. uh, video editor yeah. for his channel. Yep. Yeah. So he gave one of his cameras for the winner and... Mm-hmm. Um, monetary as well. So yes, it's cool. Right? No, good deal. It's a good creative way to find a person who edits videos. Like uh, just a creative way. And it's a good thing he was. I'm sure he has other cameras in his back yeah. pocket. It was announced like for Jameson. It was announced in the whole Twitter world. Yeah. Like if probably if it's just a X deal um, or yeah, an arrangement between two individuals that okay, um, I'll make you this and then in return promote mm-hmm. me things like that and probably it's okay that, because it's their arrangement because like, it's always email or yeah because it always place. happens like mm-hmm. things like that happens like you do a favor for someone yes. and then that someone Back can end, do right yeah. not abruptly yeah. on don't social. say it on social so media. the impression that it made from Jameson's end was that okay yeah. just give you a shout out for a graphic design maybe people what? should yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's understandable that the Twitter world was shocked, was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> shocked. But as usual, mm. they will always, you know, blow it out of proportion and will take mm. some time to be off the net. But yeah. well, lesson learned. I hope this will be the last time we talk about this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So another topic is, have you noticed since you're both YouTubers and you, mm. you notice things like some others don't like, in YouTube, like, there's this thing now called, like, custom thumbnails, mm. where YouTube will provide a thumbnail for you mm. based on their algorithm, even though you already have a custom thumbnail. Okay. Like, they will put it on the page, on the YouTube page, and then it will replace your custom thumbnail with that algorithm thumbnail. So what are your thoughts on that? Because it actually affects how uh, creators will approach making the thumbnail mm. for YouTube. Okay. Is it like automatic? automatic? Like some users, like how much? How many was that? Like point three percent was given the uh was they were experimenting with putting a custom uh algorithm thumbnail instead of your custom thumbnail. So it's the... done without their approval. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't personally experienced yes. that. Yeah. But on YouTube, like when you edit it, there's an option for you to choose. Yeah. Yes. That's that's yeah, a different. But... Option. From uh, as of now, I still upload my own. Yes, me as well. So 
I haven't tried. But if re- if that happens, and as long as I guess the thumbnail is in line with your branding, uh, I am okay with trying it as long as I still have the option to change it if I don't like yeah. their their thumbnail. Because, well, I'd say that YouTube knows best in that case because they they're the ones showing it to the people. Like if this thumbnail works best so that your videos will be shown to more people, then why not? But if I feel like I want to use my own, then I also want to have that freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yes, they have. They they give us the right to make our own thumbnails. Yes, first, true. Yeah, and then like people were like creators, like who had experienced that problem, where mm-hmm. we're basically complaining because YouTube has this tendency to uh not communicate with their mm-hmm. creators well to the true. point that like the creators sometimes get pissed and then would make a video for YouTube, not not necessarily rant or like mm-hmm. shout to the camera or something but mm-hmm. more of uh constructive criticism since at the end of the day youtube is what's making their money or yeah, yeah. so i think it's big maybe or small YouTubers? Mo- mostly the big ones mm-hmm. get got hit by that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not a big youtuber yeah <laughs> we long so. ways to go but yeah we can do it <laughs> so last thing so uh since you both kind of have a, a call center experience in a way. Yes. Uh, so what drink, what kind of drink keeps you up? <laughs> and yeah. And, okay. yeah. So for me, Rhea, just in case you can determine the voice, I don't drink coffee. Uh, I never drank, uh, I, I've tried, but uh, my heart would always palpitate. Yes, <laughs> always. Well. And I will, I, I'd throw up actually. So I remember that I just drink Coca-Cola soda always, like every night when I started. The Coke in can, if you are listening from another country, not Coke, but Coca-Cola, soda in can. It's Coke. People know Coke. (laughs) So there, I don't drink coffee. Same goes for me. But for me, I only drink water uh, while at work. Yes. Wow. But now I try to avoid Coca Cola. I haven't drank soda for like How many a years? long time now. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah, I, I, always I hate soft drinks since yeah. I was a child. Oh, so I yeah. avoid. I I only tried like a few. I can still count how many times I tried drinking soft drinks, and it still tastes bad. Really? I don't like the taste. <laughs> I'm oh, like that's weird. I'm like kind of fortunate, but at the same time, like, are you missing part of your childhood or whatsoever? A lot of people drink yeah soda. soft drinks, but which is actually good because at least you can avoid yeah sugary stuff. But then there's still iced tea, there's yeah. still orange juice, there's still other still other sugary stuff. Yeah, like matcha, and even in your coffee, there's yeah. Sugar fun fact: the coffee in Starbucks, uh, most of them, if they are not labeled as like pure coffee, there's mm. it's just more milk. More yeah, yeah, just milk and then like hint of coffee, but. That's still is sugary. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So well, that's it for today. So thank you so much, thank Rhea you, and Saika, for joining me in this first installment of the Creator Life. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
uh, where can <laughs> yeah I actually learned something from him so it's really Yay. very much so where can the people find you you Rhea? yes um so basically I create videos and consistent content on YouTube so just search for call center ninja or youtube.com slash call center ninja and also have a Facebook page also call center ninja so basically I focus on those two platforms and the rest are just my personal stuff so, Saika, about you? As of for me, I create videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, you can find me at uh, YouTube as well. Uh, just type Saika Nikki. It's C-Y-K-A-N-I-K-I. And I have a blog as well, which is SaikaNikki.com. And my makeup page on Facebook, which is Makeup by Saika Nikki. And you can also see me on all social media platforms for Saika Nikki as well. Okay, yes. so thank you both. Uh, there, we're all part of a group called Cebu Content Creators. So follow all of that in the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not really Twitter, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, Cebu yeah. Content Creators. Yes. So you can follow me. Check out my, my blog at utterlyrandomtechie.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at utterlyrandomtechie. Also on Twitter, but since they can't accept long tweet Twitter mm-hmm. handles, mm-hmm. I just put you are techie. So letter U, letter R, then techie. <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for listening. Until the next one, enjoy your tech. So thank you so much. Yay! Thank, thank you. you. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. See you soon. Later. Yeah.